This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big Eight tournament champion. And Hokie Homer turned Husker, Nathan Brennan. Everyone knows that I'm the smartest person here. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Strick and Nate. Just enjoy it. Soak it all in. It's game week. You're not drinking the Kool-Aid yet. I'm hoping this gets you in the right direction. My name is Nate Brennan. He is Eric Strickland, the Husker Hall of Famer, nine-year NBA veteran. This is On the Block, 93.7 The Ticket. As always, we want to hear from you. 402-464-5685. Honda of Lincoln Hotline. Starter Heyman text line. We're getting ready for game day, guys. It is game week. Nebraska will face off against Northwestern in a mere five days. Four, depending on whichever way you look at it. We're ready to rock and roll. The Husker Hall of Famer, Eric Strickland, he will actually be at the game, Strick, and kind of where I want to take this. 402-464-5685, Sarder Heyman, text line. If you have any questions for Strick, this is one of our favorite segments. Kind of an ask Strick, and we're going to tailor it a little bit more towards What's your experience and what you're seeing right now, Strick? Because I know you're going on a little bit of a sabbatical. You're still, fortunately for us, we still get you for on the block, but a little bit of sabbatical, seeing a little bit of the world. So so where are you at now, and what's kind of the plan over the next few days? I'm in Bodrum, Bodrum, Turkey, okay. and um, been here now a couple days. It was really – I was really disappointed getting out. It was, it was very frustrating initially. We're sitting at the airport in uh in omaha right so we get on the plane everything is cool um it's not one of the larger planes it's a smaller plane so um the the heating i mean the cooling system wasn't working great so it was starting to get warm we're still sitting there i already had a tight connection to uh connect there in in chicago Mm -hmm. So I knew that if I got off well, and everything would be okay. But if there was a delay of any sort, I knew it was going to be trouble. Mm-hmm. My goodness. The people at the doggone gate can't count. Oh, no. If we have a problem like that on, on this coming Saturday, you don't know who's on the field. <laughs> There's going to be some major That's delay penalties and stuff like that. It's going to be a problem because they couldn't count. So that's why we were delayed. We were delayed because the freaking people didn't know how many people actually was on the plane or got on the plane. Uh. Duh. So that was an extra 25 minutes of wait just to get the new paperwork done. I get there and I'm telling you, I felt like the old OJ Simpson commercial. If you're old enough to remember when he's running through the airport, and he's shaking and baking and jumping over people. I had my bag in tow and I was springing and it was a 13 minute run to the next, Mm -hmm. to the next gate. 
if we would have got there and landed, we landed way out on the outside of Chicago. Then we get to the gate and we're sitting there for like 12 to 15 minutes. Why? I don't have a freaking clue. Normally, and it was a blessing because I was in first class. So I would have been able to get off and mm-hmm. be out, not having to wait. My goodness. We sat there. We got up. We had to sit back down. Ding. The thing goes off again. It's still When waiting. you landed? And yes. So that was a, so mind you, I'm doing the OJ Simpson. I'm, I'm, you know, not all the other parts of it, but this commercial. <laughs> right. I'm dip, dipping and dodging and running through the airport. I get to the gate. I'm two minutes past 10 minutes. The plane is still sitting there, but they said the door is closed. So I would have gotten in that night. I ended up having to uh, go later on that afternoon, which made it an overnight flight. So I got in and then I had to go. Instead of going straight from Heathrow to to Bogram, I had to go, you know, to make it easier. I had to go through Frankfurt, then to Bogram. So I got to learn the European switch, basically. Sometimes right. it happens like that, unfortunately. But blessed, I had to get, had this, got a chance to sit in the lounge and just, you know, have some good cocktails. So you experienced a little bit of jet lag now, or what's going to go? Yeah, on? it hit yesterday. It hit yesterday, but I made sure I stayed up long enough, or and, and you know, got my timing right. Then we woke up this morning. We ended up um, we ended up going to Ephesus. Um, and Ephesus is, is a historical, um, biblical town, uh, that it used to be back in the day, Roman built it. Um, and the ruins were phenomenal. I mean, it was spread out. It was beautiful landscape inside the mountains. A lot of people were there. It was a lot of energy in the place, man. It was just absolutely stunning. Just some of the work that was done, the amphitheater that we, we, we got to take. Just the acoustics in these, I mean, still today, the acoustics were absolutely phenomenal there. Like this thing was just as big as like a memorial stadium. I mean, that's really, we went up there. I mean, I've got pictures of it. We went up there. It was just as big as memorial stadium, you know, a half bowl of it. We were halfway up to the top and the acoustics, you can hear somebody down there pretty clearly. It was, it was absolutely amazing. Uh, Just the the architecture and, and the stuff you got to see in some history. It was beautiful. Yeah. Now you got to help me out a little bit geographically. How far are you from Ireland then? Oh yeah. Um, I would say I'm, I'm a probably, I think two time zones away from Ireland. Okay. If I, if I'm correct. Yeah. Um, because Germany's one time zone away and then, you know, I think England is another, another whole time zone away. So I'm, I'm on the Mediterranean, um, um, you know, if you if you looked at Bogram, it's on the Mediterranean. Uh, I think on the eastern side, maybe, if I remember correctly. I can't remember. But I'm on the Mediterranean. Literally, it's pretty. It's pretty dope, man. The views, the beauty. You know, just the beauty. The the it, it's a hidden gem. Like people would be absolutely surprised at how beautiful it is here in Turkey. It is. It is absolutely stunning. Now, I haven't eaten anything crazy. <laughs> that um, was my next I, question. I, no, I haven't eaten anything crazy. I mean, look, look, you got lamb. You know, they've got very good Mediterranean dishes um, that you can eat here. You know, the rice, the vegetables are absolutely phenomenal. Walked around today at the resort that I'm at. Uh, had some great pictures. And um, freaking olive trees are just... <laughs> you can just go pick olives right off the tree and put them in your martini. You know? It's oh, like, nice. It's like it's freaking crazy if you wanted to, you know. But um, 
Yeah, it's 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 absolutely stunning. So what we'll do is tomorrow we'll leave and go to Croatia. We'll go to uh, Dubrovnik, Croatia. Uh, go out and check out a place on the Mediterranean called Split as well. No, take take a little drive and see some things there, and then uh, we'll be there for a few days, and then boom, shoot over to uh, uh, shoot over to uh, uh, Dublin. After that, I'll spend the night there, and then we'll go to Brussels and watch a Formula One racing. Oh, nice uh, event! It's pretty big over home. there, isn't it? I it, Formula One, yeah. I think in Europe, it's pretty big. Formula One's huge. Huge fans everywhere over here. I mean, you 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 say anything about Formula One, and it's absolutely stunning. Yeah, the people go crazy. So, yeah. it, um. Where else are you traveling then? You said Croatia and then straight to Dublin after that? Uh, yeah, after Croatia, yeah, yeah. And it, So yeah. now I, I got to ask you, when you were a player, you were you able to, to travel overseas to play at all, or is this just kind of unfamiliar territory for you? If, say, you were going to be talking to the Nebraska football team, I guess, have you ever done anything like this? Uh, No. No, first time, first time being able to kind of explore in this manner. It was, it's, it's actually a blessing on a high school buddy of mine, uh, Devin Shepard um, was actually over here. He was in Romania at the time. And uh, he basically said, strict man, you know, just come over a little bit early. Cause originally I just said, planned to go to, go to Dublin probably about two days early and just spend some time there, maybe even get a golf round in or something. Um, you know, I know, I know <laughs> Nate, uh, I'm sorry, Jake is Jake is getting uh, some golf rounds up there in yeah. Scotland, in. Um, but I, I was thinking about doing that, and but then it, it turned into a you know, hey, just come and meet me in a few other countries. Let's take you know, go go see a few places. I was like, wow, cool. So he's he's well traveled in Europe, so um, you know, it, it made it even more you know easy for me to do so. I mean, it wasn't crazy getting in here or nothing like that. You know, just a just a little temporary visa you can get. Not not very hard. You can do it online. Didn't even have to show it. Get to the airport, so it wasn't pretty hard getting in and out of here. It's, people are great. Uh, the service is phenomenal. Uh, so yeah, man, I, I would recommend you know somebody come over here and see it. I think I, I think there. I saw some tour ships. Um, I can't remember how they pronounce it, Kavadasi or something like that. But they saw some cr- cruise ships coming in and out of there. So yeah, it was cool, man. Cool. That's awesome. I I've actually never traveled overseas, so I definitely want to hear hear all of your stories, and we'll be getting updates and and catching up with you throughout the week. Obviously, as you continue your adventure and continue your travels there overseas, because again, I've never been outside of the country, so that's that's very exciting. Uh, I want to go ahead and get into this four zero two four six four five six eight five Honda Lincoln Hotline Starter Ham and Text Line. You can also check us out on streaming platforms: Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Uh, you can go ahead and check that out. Also, if you're going to head over to YouTube, give us a subscribe button. Our goal is 1,500 by the end of the football season, so help us get to that. Uh, 402-464-5685. Again, that's the Sarder Heyman text line. Strick, something came out today, and I, and I want to get your thoughts because we, we've been talking about starting quarterbacks here recently, and it's obviously been around, uh, revolved around Casey Thompson, Chubba Purdy. looks like Casey Thompson will be the starter. I'm going to flip over to the NFL side. Today, the Carolina Panthers have officially named Baker Mayfield the starting quarterback. Um, Does this surprise you? And 
I guess just what are what are your kind of reactions from this? Because we obviously know what's happened with Deshaun Watson. Looks like he's going to be able to play this year. Jacoby Brissett is going to step in for the starting quarterback here in the first 11 weeks. Deshaun Watson is out. Baker Mayfield on his way out goes to the Panthers. A little bit disrespectfully, if I remember correctly, it was fourth-round draft pick, maybe a fifth. Are you surprised Baker Mayfield's the starter? And maybe on top of that, too, what does that mean for Sam Darnold? Um, You know, we pretty much knew that Sam Darnold is pretty much a career – <laughs> career backup at the, yeah. you know, at this point. Yeah. Um, they brought Baker Mayfield over there for a reason. It means he's healthy. It means he's doing a phenomenal job. Having Christian McCaffrey back, as long as he stays yeah. healthy, could be and bold well for him. Um, him having a, a tremendous run game would be, you know, something to, uh, to help them in that Carolina Panther offense uh, get rolling. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's gonna, it's gonna be interesting, uh, to see what type of comeback he brings, uh, to the table, you know, um, I want to see how he performs. I really do. I'm, I I actually want him to win. I mean, but what a blow, what a blow to the Cleveland Browns it would be if he comes out and shows out, right. It'd just be an absolute blow to them and, and, and their, (laughs) And their mindset, especially going through what they're going through, losing to Sean Watson for 11 games. You paid him the super bag. Mm-hmm. You know, you had somebody right at home that could have gotten the job done. He's already taken into the playoffs. Um, I like those kind of stories. You know, I, I'm I'm one of those underdog type of guys. You know, I like that. I like the underdog winning. And, and I'm hoping that he he performs well and he's able to uh, recover and bring his career back, uh, you know, uh, from from where it went went from and the bad blood and the bad energy that came out of you know Cleveland. Do no you think God. there's any type of situation in which the Browns would regret trading away Baker Mayfield? Because obviously, right now, now that they know that Deshaun Watson only gets 11 games, you're going to get him back by the end of the season. I don't know if that's going to be enough time for you to make a playoff run, but you gave Deshaun Watson fully guaranteed money. Baker Mayfield not making that type of money. He's still on his rookie contract. Technically, he hasn't been signed by anyone. Do you think the Browns are maybe regretting this? Or do you think it's one of those situations that we knew it was going to happen with Deshaun Watson? He's suspended. He is our long-term future, and and this money was worth it. I mean, obviously that had to be the case. I thought they could have still protected themselves a little bit more, you know, regardless. If that was the angle that you wanted to take and that was what you wanted to pursue, that's okay. I mean, that that, that shoe is an organization. You have a right to do so, and you can do it however you do it. I just think they could have they could have protected themselves a little bit more in the clauses. They could have um, – obviously, I think there is some money that's going to be lost. When I, I think when I, I got a chance to look at some of the details uh, with the $5 million, on top of the $5 million, I think the loss of play of games is going to cost him some money too. So okay. um, that that could help maybe in the – in the whole process, I think a lot of people were hoping for a, another year. It's still going to be tough. He's going to have to. Um, he's going to have a lot to 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 make up for. You know, it's going to be a lot on him. It's a lot of pressure that's going to come down that pipeline because he hasn't played in over a year. You've got yeah. him. You've got that whole situation, and then coming back. And so for me, the part of it, <laughs> it makes me feel. It makes me feel like it was. It was a setup. Eleven games specifically to come back for the Houston Texas game. Come on, somebody. You know, mm-hmm. let's, let's be real about it. Mm-hmm. Do you, you know, think they, really? I know. Really? And, and what's crazy too if, is if it was fourteen games, I'm sure it would have been fourteen. You know, right? So, but what, what's cool about it too is the week one matchup. Believe it or not, is Panthers versus the Browns. 
So if Baker Mayfield wants to get that revenge, he'll have that opportunity very, very soon because he'll see them in week one. I, I think it's a very fascinating situation because th this is the biggest harp that I've had on the Cleveland Browns is that you get a player like Deshaun Watson and you, you give him fully guaranteed money. He hasn't played in a year. He's not going to play again for for 11 games to start out this season. Do you really know what you get with Deshaun Watson? Like th yeah. That's what's so fascinating about all of this is that you gave him this fully guaranteed money. You think that he is going to be the missing piece. Say what you will about Baker Mayfield. That guy had possibly a career-ending or at least a career-altering shoulder injury that he played right. through with, for your franchise. So at right. least you know the guy's going to play hard. You know he's going to buy into the city of Cleveland. I, I, I want to think maybe the Browns knew that Baker Mayfield was more hurt than he showed. Maybe there's some mm. more issues there, but it, it looks like if Baker Mayfield's going to be starting week one, like he's obviously good enough to be a starter at the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, they he's put in the work. He's put in the time. So, um, I'm 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 just excited about football. Period. Let me just be <laughs> let me just be honest about that part. There we go. I don't care right now. I know we deal we deal in details of specific stories and mm -hmm. issues and circumstances evolving around the sport. No, let's get football going, baby. Week zero, Nebraska's coming out the out the gun. Baker Mayfield. I want to see a good story there. <sighs> don't know what's going to happen with Cleveland Browns. They may fall off the cliff, or they may, you know, they, you know, they may, Brissett may be able to hold the wagon together. Until, ah. you, know, uh, you know, hey, maybe the defense steps up. They've got a good running game. They've got a good, you know, line. So, you know, you never know. Mm -hmm. Running right now is just, uh, it's one of the lost arts of the game. You know what I'm saying? I'm interested to see what happens down in Dallas. I want to see what's going to happen with Pollard and the Ezekiel Elliott situation. I mean, I know right now that's some turmoil involved in that right now. So I'm, there's a lot of things that's going on in football right now. What are they going to do with Kareem Hunt? What's going to – well, you know, they still got some things they need to iron out there. Is there a Jimmy Garoppolo situation? Do they try to bring him in? There's still a lot of things that are happening out there in the sport that, that you know, we're going to keep our eyes on right here on the block. Let me ask you this, and we will keep up on the block. We're getting a lot of NFL talk. Again, the, the NFL lagging a little bit behind when it comes to college football. If I had to say put your money on it right now, do the Browns make the playoffs? Deshaun Watson's at 11 games. You have to roll with Jacoby Brissett. Do the Browns make the playoffs? No. I think they fall no. short. Really? I think they fall short. I think they do. I mean, they got a favorable schedule to do it, but I just don't think they're going to – I don't think they'll they'll rally around Brissett. I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, if I had to put my money on it, I would probably say, uh, no, the Browns do not make the playoffs. And here's my biggest thing, too, is I honestly don't know if Deshaun Watson's going to play uh, after this season. Once you get fully guaranteed money, we've seen in the past, uh, players have maybe not given up, but definitely don't play as they did in the past. Tater says, I hope Baker still does those funny commercials in the Panther Stadium now. I, it'll be very interesting to see. I think those commercials are with Progressive. Uh, where he, he's in the stadium and he talks about the dog pound and he has players that come into the Brown Stadium with him as well. I don't know if he's still going to be doing that with the Panthers. I think it would be kind of funny if maybe he had some type of commercial where he gives up the keys to the Brown Stadium and then goes into the Panther Stadium. I have no idea how that's going to work out. But a lot of interesting storylines in the NFL. We talked about two uh, uh, quarterbacks and where they rank. A lot, a lot of the questions that I asked were kind of based on arm strength, uh, the way that you're able to get out of the pocket, um, competitiveness. And, and Tom Brady, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers were some of the quarterbacks there at the very top. So it'll be interesting to see if Deshaun Watts can also get into that category as well as Baker Mayfield because uh, if we, whether you guys like Baker Mayfield or not I know he's kind of a 
a, a controversial player, he will be starting for the Panthers. So it's good to see him over that way. I think Strix probably uh, hit the nail on the head there that Sam Darnold, unfortunately, despite being third overall pick, he probably is a backup from now moving forward. So I don't really see teams making him their starting quarterback. But, hey, crazier things have happened in the NFL. I think Josh Rosen's still in the NFL, so talking about crazier things. But uh, we got to take a quick break after this. We'll go over some more storylines around sports. We want to hear your guys' thoughts, as always. And one of the big things right now, too, it looks like the Raiders passed on Tom Brady. What? Well, we will discuss that after this break. Make sure you stick with us. You're listening to On the Block, 93.7 The Ticket, TicketFM.com. <laughs> 